Welcome to Airbnb with D. This is your host, Devana, and today's episode is part two in our Building Your Business Confidence series. So in this episode today, we're going to talk about going back to college, what that may mean for you. And, and I was going to say going back to school, but particularly there are so many of us in the world that find ourselves, maybe not with this particular situation, but in other situations, we find ourselves so addicted to the planning phase, so addicted to the knowledge phase that we don't actually execute on the things that are in our heart. And most of these things God put there, not you. So we're going to talk about how going back to school can affect you negatively or positively. But more importantly, your goal should be to do now with what time you have now, what God told you to do with it. Because we know that delayed obedience is the same thing as disobedience. So for those of you that God told you to start that business, this series is for you. Stay tuned as I dive right in. So before I dive into this episode, let me preface it with this. This episode about going back to college is not for someone with a full ride scholarship. This message today in this episode is not for um, lawyers, doctors, and engineers or nurses. Um, This episode is not for things like that, right? Because guys, for careers like that, you actually have to go to school to be the thing that you need to be for select industries. But if you are not in those industries, there's not to say that you don't need an education. You do, but we have to be intentional about where you're getting that education from. And if that education that you are receiving is something that will propel your life or put you in debt. So again, the reason why this is so important, again, I I also want to mention, this is also not, even if you don't have a full ride scholarship and you are someone that has just graduated high school or you are about to graduate high school, then I want you to listen to what I'm saying completely in its totality because college and school helps to shape us and to make us into better individuals for the corporate life, um, more better social individuals, especially when you have the dorms and having to eat together. So there are some benefits to college because college is community. Community is introduced to us in the Bible in Acts when they started going to church and all coming together. And of course, you talk about other things that were going on and happening. And for some of you, or some of you that have already gone to school, some of you that have great experiences with school, your first set of community may not have been your family and friends. It may have been your college roommates. It may have been the people you met at college. So I can understand the feelings that come along with it. But once we get to a certain age, And I myself, again, I'm in my 30s, early 30s, and I still know that I can't really waste time doing too much. Now, I'll tell y'all this, 2023 would be the year to go back to school and complete any programs that you have not yet finished. Hear me when I say 
If you have started something that you have not finished as it pertains to school, I'm not talking about those of you that want to go get your fifth and sixth degrees, right? I'm talking about if you have not finished something, then you could get a message from God to go back and finish that thing because God is a God of order. And there was a reason why you were even feeling that pressure or that push. But many of us, we were introduced to college by way of our family, by way of the school telling you this is what you were supposed to do. And it's not that that was wrong, but was that right for you? I can give myself as an example. Oh my God, guys, I am only embarrassed to say this because this is a sad reality. I flunked out, dropped out, withdrew, whatever you want to call it, from college about three times across three different schools, four times against across three different schools. One of the schools I, I withdrew and then tried to go back to prove something to myself, y'all, it was terrible. Not only did I never get a college degree, I also was told that I could not go back to school without using my own money because I had exhausted the undergraduate funds. So for me, hearing that as a teenager, I had my daughter as a teenager, it was a lot of reasons why I dropped out and tried to keep going back. I kept trying to go back because I thought that that degree is what made me Devana. I thought that there would be no Airbnbs, there would be no Airbnb with D, there would be no accounting firms, there will be no consulting clients if I did not go and go to someone's school and get a degree. So for those of you that are like me, where we associate these little accolades to our identity, yeah, your degree that you receive afterwards can be a part of your identity, but school itself, we have to begin to break away from that because that mindset makes us feel like we can't be the thing that we are dreaming of being until we do this one thing. And the problem with that is it directly goes against what the Bible tells us and what God tells us. That is the only reason why I'm bringing that to you as a problem. If I know that God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called, then what would make me think that the only way that I could get to a place is if I completed something 10 years ago, right? If I know that not only does God not only does he not just call the qualified, he qualifies the call, but he also has a plan for my life. Jeremiah 29 11 says that God has a plan for my hope and my future. And what I know for a fact is that that Bible verse didn't say unless you finish college or unless you go back and get this degree. And I want to put you all to something that's major. Many of us have associated greatness or accomplishments with school or preparation or going to school. And it's not the process of going to school, that's the accomplishment. What are you going to school for? When you hear of women that have dropped out of college before, men that have dropped out, even people that have gone to prison and never got a chance to finish that, you do feel a complete difference about them finishing what they started as opposed to someone brand new right now thinking that the only way that they could get into real estate or the only way that they could get into accounting even now is with a college degree. Now you will need experience. And that experience is what I talk to you guys about every single day. No one can take that away from you. There are some of you that are more experienced than your employers, than your employees, and, then, and not the people that work for you, I'm talking about your coworkers I should say. There are some of you that are more experienced than your educators. 
and you feel it and you see it. So this message is for you guys. For those of you that previously thought the only way that you could become more was to go back to college, for example. And for those of you that have more in you naturally. So I wanna talk about the difference between knowing if God is calling you to go back to school because that could be a thing, or if this may be something that God is not calling you to, okay? So it is possible, and I don't know if this is maybe the first time you guys hear this, for someone to misunderstand God's urging to start a business as a call to go back to school. Y'all know I was gonna always come back to starting a business because that's what it's really about. I was having a conversation at a business conference that I just did over the weekend, and that was so amazing. Shout out to Grind Pretty University. Um, That was such an amazing experience to be around the women and to really show them how we can put the power of printing our own money legally and making our own money back in our hands. When you have to move, when you're thinking about big security deposits and things like that, you shouldn't be worried on if you can come up with the money, you should know that, hey, whatever your nine to five isn't paying you, your side business can do. But some of you are battling with even starting that business. And I could just speak, let me just speak to everyone, but specifically minorities, because I'm a minority. There is absolutely no way. I want you to look this up statistically. I'm not talking about God, because guess what? God told me to start the business. But there's no way that I could expect to live the life that even God has placed in my heart on a corporate America salary. And it has nothing to do with not graduating college, y'all. I got over 10 years experience. I'm an accountant with no college degree. (laughs) Because you don't need one. To do that, you need experience. So I have over a decade of experience in accounting. And that's typically something you would, you know, need a college degree for something before you excel. But here's the thing. Sometimes... And oftentimes, when you have been intentional about the experiences that you've partaken in, you get to then use those experiences for your credibility. I want to repeat that again for y'all because this is not only for business, this is for personal. When you are intentional about the experiences that you allow yourself to have, whether that is in work, whether that is with friends, whether that is with men or women, whomever. When you're intentional, those experiences serve as so much more for you than a college degree can. And again, I feel like this episode is important because I'm really talking to myself. If I had heard something like this before I tried to re-enroll for... Guys, the freedom that I have about not going back to college has taken me a long time to get here. And in that freedom, I realized that I never wanted to go to college in the first place. My mother was a successful cosmetologist with multiple beauty salons in Chicago, Illinois. My father, while he was always sickly with sickle cell, you talking about a mastermind, writing books, selling drugs. He doing do what he got to do, y'all. And he made it. So I came from entrepreneurs and hustlers. I didn't come from college, educated, degree, accolades. No, I came from military servicemen. 
My grandmother had a very honest life, worked at the Nabisco factory for decades until she was able to successfully retire. She didn't go to college to do any of that. So I associated my identity. And and guys, this is another message we're going to have to deep dive into because 100%, I used to say 80%, 90%, 100% of being an entrepreneur is knowing how to control your mind, your thoughts, and your actions, 100%. So those of you that have even gotten some unhealthy introductions to college or maybe your family say oh you're not gonna do nothing you won't be nothing if you don't do this right maybe you had a negative connotation on why you went to school and you found yourself your whole life fighting against that I want to give you the word the grace and the encouragement to let that fight go it is very possible that college wasn't for you that doesn't mean other things weren't for you but it's very possible It's also important to remember that God's will and plan for our lives can be complex and multifaceted. And there are many ways that God will reveal himself to us to confirm his plan. And sometimes we don't really see it if we're not paying attention or maybe we don't know what God's voice sounds like. But there will never be a chance where God is not leading us to achieve the goals that he set for us and that we set for ourselves. So on the contrary, on the other side, going back to school may be one way that God is equipping you with the skills and knowledge you need to succeed in your business. I I said I didn't want this to be all negative because one thing I can say is the many years that I spent in school filling out my own financial aid, FAFSA forms and doing everything I needed to do, missing out on deadlines, realizing the zero, learning that professors do not have to give you grace. Those things shaped me and made me a great business person, but corporate America shaped me even better, y'all. I'm just letting y'all know. Corporate America made me as confident as I am today in business because there is nothing that I am doing today in my own business that I have not already gotten an award for at someone else's company. So if you feel like you're someone that says to yourself, oh my gosh, I don't know how to send this email professionally or I, I really haven't done this in work, to feel proficient at it now, then that's okay. In your case, God may be calling you and it may not just be college. This is why I want your hearts and your minds open. I want your hearts and your minds open because over the last several years, over $1 billion in student loan debt has been forgiven for students who attended for-profit colleges that intentionally misled students. You're talking about over 200,000 borrowers, $1 billion, and you're talking about 150 for-profit colleges that have made the predatory lending list or the borrowers defense student loan forgiveness list. And of course, the reason why they're on there is because of the reason I just said. And guys, for those of you that want to do a little bit more of a deep dive, the link for every college that is listed um, in this particular lawsuit, Suite versus Cardona, that is what even tipped off the student loan forgiveness and the 150 colleges being outed, my colleges that I attended, are all on there, guys. Every three 
Remember I told you I went to three schools and flunked out four times, like withdrew myself, then came back, then failed. And I mean, I never really got kicked out of college. I always withdrew. But guys, the three of the schools that I went to are on this list. That was an eye opener for me. That was an emotional moment for me because I remembered from the age of 18 to really 27 is when I finally said, screw it. I don't, I don't think going back to college is for me. I, don't, I just don't think it. So you're talking about from 18 to 27, almost 10 years of me feeling guilty, feeling shameful, feeling inadequate, beating myself up about not being able to handle stuff. And y'all, all three of them are on the list of predatory lenders that misled their students had unqualified teachers and missed out on their accreditations. Half of the schools on this list degrees are null and void. So then you have another set of people that may be feeling like you went to this school, you gave it your all, you got good grades, but then you found out it was a scam, some BS. So now you're feeling even pressured to go back to somewhere else and do it again. Stop that. Because it could be that God is putting business in your heart. I want you to understand what that means. The three schools that I gave so much to and even cried as I was having to withdraw, not only have been deemed predatory and misleading, I've also now qualified for my money back from these particular schools because of their wrong practices. I said all of that to say this, God knows everything. He knew what was going on in that back office, y'all. I may not have known, but there was something that I couldn't agree with, something about that that wasn't comfortable for me. How is it that I'm not able to finish college as a kid or even as a teenager, even as a 20-something year old, but in my 20s, because it was my late 20s where I even started Airbnb. I'm able to sign corporate lease agreements and get apartment complexes to rent out their property to my LLC. And get this, guys, I use multiple LLCs for these deals. It's either my boutique, it's either a cleaning business, it's either the Airbnb business. This is why I remind you guys every day, start that business. Get that EIN and LLC and let it bake. Because when you're ready to use it, it'll be five years old, four years old, three years old, six years old. Anything is better than not having a business that you can't use because it's not even here yet. So I wanted to go in on that point because it's important. That urging and that feeling that you feel, maybe God trying to communicate you for something higher. But if you're only conditioned to think about going back to school, going back to school, you could miss your opportunity. I want to just say something really quick because I know that y'all all going to notice this. The number one thing that I see people to go to school for that seems like they can never get hired, so they almost got to stay in school, are educators. Think about it, guys. They don't even want them at the daycares. They want them managing it. But the workers are people that ain't even graduated college yet sometimes. Some of them are people in accounting classes. Some of them are marine biologists. What does that have to do with early childhood education? And why is the company not making it a standard 
for people to have this. Why? Because they can't afford to pay them for it. So we have people going to school to get qualified for things that they'll never be able to use because the world can't afford to pay them for it or because they've spent so much time educating themselves on it, but someone else who never educated themselves on it has a decade worth of experience to bring to the table. And now a company is just a little bit more willing to go with the person who knows what they're doing as opposed to having to train someone new. Because guys, who wants to train someone new? Y'all don't even want to train someone new. That's why some of you that have supposed to gotten virtual assistants by now, you don't have it. Some of you that were supposed to have cleaners instead of cleaning your unit yourself, you don't have it. Because training people is no fun. So if you think about that in your own life, what would make you then go back to school and then try to apply for something that you know you don't have any experience in in 2023, y'all? It's sickening. The only people that we see when they go back to school, it makes a difference. Our lawyers, which are judges as well, doctors and nurses and engineers. That's it. That's it. You school teacher going back for your masters in uh, early childhood education, you better be using it to start your own daycare. Cause if not, you'll never get paid what it was worth. Some of you that are going back to school to to study marine biology, that's great. I didn't say that that was bad. But what are y'all going to be looking at when the water dry up? Or when the aliens, y'all see the Pentagon release a statement, and no one is talking about this, I'm terrified, that an alien mothership was hovering around Earth, and we are potentially set up to have alien probe ships sent here. That is so weird to me, guys. I want you to look up right now. Go to Google Pentagon alien mothership. That is all you have to do because you're going to see every news outlet reporting on this. What's so funny is I start to feel like I'm sounding like my daddy a little bit when I, when I say these things. So I, I got to be careful, but guys, the news has released this. So I ask you, if you're not studying aliens, what you about to go back to study, baby? Cause they taking over. Now maybe your marine biology exams and courses will educate you for aliens and it won't because it was never designed to actually put you ahead of the curve. You have to think about how many other people are taking these courses and learning this material. If the information that was given to you was meant to make you an outlier in your field in a good way, a game changer, a disruptor in your industry, then that school would be a lot higher, right? We'd see you going to Harvard, Harvard, Spelman, Colleges that are esteemed and renowned. But y'all want to go back to community college. What? Let me tell y'all something else. God is not going to give you a dream and make you go to community college. I had to learn that the hard way too. God is your father and wants the best of the best of the best for you. If God told you to go back to school, rest assured, not only is the way for you to do so going to already be mapped out, But it's going to be prestigious because the God we serve isn't regular. And another thing, while God may have a specific calling or purpose for our lives, there may be multiple paths that we can take to fulfill that calling. For example, if God is calling you to start a business, going back to school may be one way to equip yourself with the knowledge and skills needed to succeed not to start, to succeed in that business venture. 
However, there may be other ways to acquire those skills, such as a mentorship, a practical practice. Who knows, guys? And if you need more ways where you can educate yourself in this field, in this industry, it is my pleasure to not only mentor or consult with you the one time, even if you need that, to show you the resources that you can use to change your life. What I think is so funny is that real estate was never on my eyesight. I wasn't someone that like studied property. I really didn't even know about it, right? So once I began to Airbnb multiple properties, not my first one, but my first Airbnb, you know, it was in my old apartment, guys. At that point, I was not calling myself a real estate investor or an investor in any sense because it was just like my Airbnb and it was my old apartment and I didn't even sign a lease under my business or at least let them know what I was doing with that business, right? So at the time, I didn't see myself where I am now. But as I begin to acquire more properties, acquire more strategies, share with others how to do the thing I'm doing and see it work for them too, using my money to invest in areas completing market research data, looking at AirDNA, going to Zillow, trying to find people. You darn right I'm a real estate investor now. To the point that if you had told the younger me that that's what I would be, I would laugh. It's not that I didn't think I could do it. I would just say, well, in order to be considered a real estate investor, don't you have to be a real estate agent? Don't you have to go to school to call yourself this? Right? In order to be an investor, don't you have to be rich in order to invest? These were my ideologies because these were indoctrinated in me. This was taught to me. I told you what family I came from. So in our family, if you wanted to be something, you had to do this first. And the problem with that for God is it makes it too comfortable for us to rely on being our own source. The problem God has with that is because essentially we're working in the flesh. Works of the flesh or trying to be our own source is our energy trying to do God's job. So when you use your energy to do things that only God can do, that's where you only begin to receive the only thing you can give yourself. But when you step outside of what you're able to provide yourself and you trust that God does have a plan, and that that plan is tailor-made for your life, things will change. So lastly, I want you to know it's important to remember that God's plan for our lives may not always align with our own desires or expectations. I think the expectations part was the hardest part for me. I am an introverted extrovert which means that I do not like new people. Now, keep in mind, guys, we're going to talk about this. Every time I say keep in mind, that's like somebody saying, mind you, mind you, right? Because we're going to do a further deep dive. Part of being confident in business, part of being an excellent entrepreneur are knowing your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and your threats. So we are going to go over a separate episode with that. But expectations was hard for me. Because it's easy for me to desire the things that God desires because I'm not a bad person, guys. I'm not a malicious person. Um, I have always heard from God. So there are some things that I can't even do or say without being so convicted by God. It feels like someone is physically whipping me. 
So there are certain things that I just stay away from. But the expectations part, I am an introverted extrovert in our later episode, we'll talk about how none of those things are even real. You're just a big kid and a reflection of the things that you've gone through in your childhood, okay? So the things that I've gone through in my childhood, in my life, have made me more extrovert or introverted. But once I feel safe with that person, now it's not new people. I don't care if I just meet you, you could be cool, but you, you know, you're not getting anything from me that easily. But once I feel comfortable with you, enough to let my guard down, I become a little extroverted. But that's only after that point, guys. Introverts don't like to start podcasts. Introverts don't like to do live sessions. Introverts hate video recordings. Another thing you'll also notice is someone can be an introvert, but they can be a narcissist too. I'm not that. So narcissists love to see themselves. They love to hear themselves talk. It's just them, 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 right? You'll even, let me tell y'all, some of these advertisements I'm seeing, right? Like, where they advertising like a church revival or like a product. I'm like, why is your face on there? Like, if, you, if you're the guest speaker, I understand, but we know it's your company. Your face gotta be on everything, And then I thought something was wrong with me. So guess what? I got with a graphic designer that started trying to encourage me. You're beautiful. Put your face on this. I'm like, let me, let me ask y'all this though. I have never seen anybody be the face of their own company like that, unless they were in some type of real estate agent services. But when I, what I'm talking about, I need you guys to examine those that succeeded in business before us. They almost don't want their face on there. They don't want you to see who it's coming from. They spend more time in the designing and the marketing phase and hiring employees to make it run sustainably. But some of the stuff is just ghetto. So yeah, I'm the type of person, I don't want to be all visual, but guess what? That's not what God told me. God told me I needed to start speaking out more because the things that I was sharing are not for me. The things that I'm sharing, the the blueprint that God gave me, the grace God has given me, the resources God has given me was so that I can share those with the world and those that actually wanted to change their life circumstance. He'll make sure that they find this podcast and hear what they need to hear. I get confirmation every day, at least every day or every other day. There is someone that is letting me know, girl, I found your podcast out of somewhere. And when you said this on this episode, it spoke to me. I didn't know these people and I still don't know these people. I don't know how I'm telling my life story and it's speaking to you, but that's what God said to do, right? And it's working. So that's a great thing. So I said that to say, we may not always have the expectation that God has for us. If God would have told me to start a podcast and guess what, y'all, I'm still not doing everything God has called me to do. Not only has God told me to start a podcast, I am supposed to be doing some more visual content as well, because that's what he called me to do. Now, I started off the episode saying delayed obedience is the same thing as disobedience. So right now I'm being accountable to y'all and letting y'all know I have not been obedient to God with the visual video podcast. So I am going to go ahead and do that so that I'm not potentially missing out on anyone that God has called to that particular episode. 
I am no longer wanting to be responsible for people not getting the information that they need. When I know for a fact God gave me a platform to give it to them, but if I don't ever open my mouth, that's not their fault. That's, that's on my hands. God may be leading us in a direction that we didn't anticipate or one that may require us to take a detour or make a sacrifice. I said all of that to say that discerning God's will for our lives is an ongoing process that requires prayer, reflection, and seeking wise counsel. You can't do this alone. It's also important to remain open to different paths and possibilities and to trust that God is leading us toward his plan and his purpose for our lives. That again is my reminder to you. If you listen to the episode before this, where it is the, the first Building Business Confidence episode, you'll hear that option number three is to have a prayer life with God. That prayer life should include your requests, things you need, things you want to change inside of you, things you need help understanding. You have the ability to ask for those things. So I've already challenged my listeners to get their professional headshots, to get their professional business email and phone number, and then to document and increase their prayer life and how they invite God into their business. So now I am challenging you guys today to write out some pros and cons of you going back to school, what that would look like for you and your family, but more importantly, the cost. What is the cost that you have to pay to do this? Not just how much is tuition, how much would your gas, would your babysitters, would your extra whatever be, right? If you're someone that is really big on your mental health and you get your massages every Wednesday at four, will you still be able to do that if you go back to school? And if the answer is no, baby, that's not for you. Because God, if, if God don't want you nothing else, he wants you mentally sound. So that's why I want you guys to write out the pros and the cons and then to pray. You'll get an answer from God if going back to college is for you or not. And I am happy to pray with you in receiving that answer. If you're someone that wants to talk personally, maybe there are some more personal things that you'd like to discuss as it pertains to your business. I am here for that as well. So go ahead and join the Airbnb with D Facebook group and you'll be able to talk with me anytime, connect um, via DM or the group messages. And we also have a chat in the group too. So if you're already in that group, guys, any questions you have, you can go straight to that chat room and just drop them there. It doesn't have to be like a whole group post or anything like that, okay? I thank you so much for your support and I will be speaking with you all soon.